0: Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you for this season of Easter. Thank you for this special season that is upon us. As we commemorate, as we remember the sacrifice of Jesus, as we remember the Son of Man, as we remember that He came just because of me, just because of you. The Son of God became the Son of Man for us, so that we can become the Son of God. Father, we give you praise. Please, go with me to Matthew chapter 21. i'll share with you the message of palm sunday you know easter actually for me begins from palm sunday and you'll get why it is like that for me in a minute matthew chapter 21 Let's read, let's just read a a full length, Matthew chapter 21, from verse 1. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, and were come to Bethphage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a coat with her, Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. And this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughters of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee meek and sitting upon an ass. And a coat and a fowl of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and they brought the ass and the coat, and put them, and put on them their clothes, and they sat him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees, and strawed them in the way, and the multitudes that went before, and that followed crowd saying hosanna to the son of david blessed is he that cometh in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest and when he was coming into jerusalem all the city was moved saying who is this and the multitude said this is jesus the prophet of of nazareth of galilee and jesus went into the temple of god and cast out all them that sold and brought in the temple and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold those. And said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but they have made it the den of thieves. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, for me, this is where Easter actually begins. You see, Bab said that when jesus was entering jerusalem you know he was crucified in jerusalem when he was entering jerusalem that he told his disciples to go to a certain place and there they will find a certain donkey and they should lose them now if you notice the bible said the bible said in in that place where we read in verse four he said Uh, All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet saying, you know, it was prophet Zechariah that they were quoting there. You know, that scripture is in Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9. Let's find it. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9. Zechariah is just a little backward before you come into the New Testament. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9. Look at it. Said, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, o, o daughter of Jerusalem, behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He's just and having sh- salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a coat, the fowl of an ass. Hallelujah! Amen. So you see, he's saying that thy king cometh. So, and that was what it was, you know, the Bible said, rejoice greatly. Rejoice greatly. The Bible said that there were people behind Jesus and there were people before Jesus. All shouting out. All shouting out. You know, I actually believe that they didn't know what they were doing. I actually believe because the day of the Lord was upon them, they couldn't help but fulfill that prophecy. And you know, sometimes in our lives, we enter a season where even it seems as though even the most ungodly people are doing us good. The most, I mean, sometimes, I mean, the Bible said that if you don't cry out, this is Jesus speaking, if these guys do not worship, the stones will cry out because he had entered the day of the Lord. And that day demands that people worship. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, what I'm trying to say is that you know, I, that was pr- Jesus entering Jerusalem that way was prophetic. Yes, was prophetic. But look at it. Look at that. Um, that's in in where we just read just now. In Zachariah. There's something I want to bring out from that scripture so that you see what it is. In Zachariah, where he read, he said, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just. He is just. And having salvation, lowly, and riding upon an ass. Listen. He said he is just. That means he is holy. Remember, the dispensation upon which Jesus lived, there was none that could be called just. Because they were all fallen men but the bible is saying that he is just he is just and the bible said he had salvation Mm -hmm. he had the redemption of man in his hands so you could see that this scripture wasn't just talking about any other person but jesus talking about jesus hallelujah so you see, what that scripture was actually saying, you know, when everybody was crying out, was crying out, is that these guys have recognized that this is the Lamb of God, just as John recognized. Behold, the Lamb of God. So whatever, because look at it, look at what they were crying out. The Bible says that, um, verse 9, it said, And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna! To the son of David, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna means save now. Save now. My point is, even if they recognize, because all of them, they thought actually Jesus was the Messiah at that point. I don't know. But the thing is, you could see that what they were crying out was prophetic. Is that in the realm of the spirit, God had recognized God had found himself a lamb worthy to be slain for the sins of men. That is why the Bible prophetically spoke that he's coming with salvation, he is just and coming with salvation. They were prophetically saying that the lamb of God that will be slain to receive, you know, you know, to bring salvation was here. And this is him, he is Jesus. Remember in the Old Testament when they were supposed to sacrifice the lamb in Exodus 12. Let's go there, Exodus chapter 12. You see why I'm saying that Easter actually starts on Palm Sunday. So one we celebrate Palm Sunday like this, it's not just any celebration, Palm Sunday. Is very significant in our calendar. It's a significant day. It's a day of thanksgiving. Yeah. The Bible said, rejoice greatly. It's a day to dance. Pull your boxers and dance. <laughs> and rejoice. Because if there was no Palm Sunday, there wouldn't have been Easter. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say now. Yes, sir. Look at it. Exodus chapter 12 from verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron In the land of Egypt saying This month shall be unto you The beginning of months Amen. It shall be the first of the Of the month of the year to you Speak ye unto the, all the congregation of Israel Saying in the tenth day of this month In the tenth day they shall take to them every man a lamb mm. According to the house of their fathers A lamb for an household And if the lamb be too little For and if the house would be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next, next unto his house, take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. Do you see? Can you see Jesus here? Yes, sir. The Bible said that when he was coming, he said he was just without blemish. A male of the first year, you shall take of it out of the sheep and out of the goats. You shall keep it unto the 14th day of the same month. Look at it. He said that you take it on the 10th day mm. and on the 14th day and on the 14th day of the month and the whole assembly of the shall kill it in the evening. Mm. When was Jesus killed on Easter day? Yeah. In the evening. Yeah. I mean, when was Jesus killed on Good Friday? In the evening. When did Jesus come into Jerusalem? On the 10th day. On Sunday. So count 10 from there is when Jesus was killed. So he's saying that they carried the lamb on Sunday. And then on Friday evening, they killed it. So that was prophetically speaking of Jesus. So listen to what I'm trying to say now. Is that that day when Jesus walked into Jerusalem... Whether they knew it or they did not know it, prophetically speaking, what God thought that they did was to rejoice that the lamb was found. Because look at it. The instruction that God gave to them on this day of Passover was that they should go and find a lamb without blemish. Wait, let me show you. Lamb without blemish, you just think is the one that has white hair. (laughs) That's not what it means. Mm. Let me show you graphically what it means. Go with me to Leviticus chapter 22. Leviticus chapter 22. You will see what a lamb without blemish means. Because I really want you to understand what Palm Sunday is and why you should rejoice. Leviticus 22 from verse 17. I want to show you what lamb without blemish is. Leviticus um, 22 from verse 17. The Bible said, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and to his sons and unto all the children of Israel and say unto them whatsoever he be of the house of Israel or of the strangers in Israel that will offer his oblation for all his vows and for all his free will offering which they will offer unto the Lord for a bond offering. You shall offer at your own will a male without blemish of the beeves, of the sheep or of the goats. But what Soever hath a blemish, that shall ye not offer, for it shall not be acceptable for you. And whatsoever of, and whosoever offereth a sacrifice of peace offering unto the Lord to accomplish his vow, or a free will offering in beasts or sheep, it shall be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no blemish, glaring. Look at it now, from verse twenty-two, blind or broken. Or maimed or having a wen, or scurvy, or scabbed, you shall not offer this unto the Lord, nor make an offering by fire of them unto the upon the altar of the Lord. Either, either a bullock or a lamb that hath in any, anything superfluous or lacking in his parts, that that may not be offered for a free will offering, but for a vow it shall not be accepted. Are you seeing what he's saying? Yes, sir. He's saying, <laughs> this animal that you want to pick, if he has a leg, don't bring it. Mm. If it is blind, don't bring it. Mm. If his nose is curled, don't bring it. Mm. If if if, <laughs> if the hand is cut, don't bring it. Mm. If the hair is one kind of upon the body, mm. don't bring it. Mm. That means that day of atonement, eh, that day of Passover, when he was telling them about the lamb, it was specific kind of lambs yes, that God told them to carry. Not every lamb was accepted. So, my point, picture it graphically, it is that every family, as they went into the field to look for a the lamb, they will see, listen. They will, it, it took even a miracle for them to find the kind of lamb that will be accepted for the, to the Lord. So, that means when they imagine family A, family B, family C going all around, if family A finds a lamb, the way he will be happy, hey, family, he will tell family B, rejoice with me we have found our lamb mm. because he said either a bullock or a lamb that has any superfluous or lacking in his parts that may not offer for a free will offering yes, he said if it is blind don't bring it if it is scabbed don't bring it if it is having a wound don't bring it if it is broken don't bring it if it is meant, don't bring it so it wasn't just that they just went and picked a lamb. Uh-uh. They went and selected. They set for a lamb without blemish. Yeah. So when God is saying that a lamb without blemish, graphically picture it, that this lamb is a perfect one. Yeah. So when the Bible said that, hey, behold your king coming, he, and the Bible saying he's just. Just means that he's perfect. Yeah. Just means that he's holy. Just means that he's the chosen one. Because God will not just accept anyone for a sacrifice. Amen. So my point is this. That that day, that day of Palm Sunday, when this guys saw Jesus riding upon that coat and they were happy, is to tell you that they found a lamb. Oh, I could picture heaven. I could see all the angels peeping to see what was happening that day. Amen. That God had finally found a lamb. Amen. A lamb worthy to be slain. A lamb that God could could accept. Remember in in um in um in in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible said that he who knew no sin was made sin for us. God saw and saw a man that was without sin. Mm-hmm. Oh, the perfect sacrifice. That's why they were rejoicing. That you know, like John saw him and said, Be called the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. That's what that's what they saw that day. They beheld and they saw. Mm-hmm. That's why they rejoiced greatly. The Bible says Rejoice greatly, rejoice greatly. Because understand, listen, the Bible said, he said, he said, He's having salvation. Having salvation. Listen, the word salvation means redemption. It means wholeness. It means it means it means wealth. It means health. It means everything that man lost in that garden. They saw him having it in his hand. Listen, you will not understand the dilemma if you are living in a day where you can just accept Jesus freely, because the sacrifice him. I mean, these guys had no hope. If you read it in Ephesians chapter 2, the Bible said Ephesians 2, the Bible said they're having no hope. No hope in the world without God, without a covenant. Alienated ay, ay, ay. from the covenant of God. That's how we were. That means, listen, what I'm telling you right now is that if Jesus did not come and if Jesus if the sacrifice of Jesus was not accepted, you will go to hell. We were bound. The Bible said, "All of us were children of darkness. Yeah. We were doomed." So, what Listen, what we, the way they were? Because if you notice, all all of Israel, every year they were sacrificing. Listen, if I, if if I think bad thing concerning you right now, I have to go and offer a pigeon yeah. for just thinking. You remember what Jesus said? Jesus said, "If you if if you if you if you think lustfully about a woman, you've committed adultery." you sinned. So you have to go and offer an, an oblation. Mm. For mm. every sin, blood had to be shed. Mm. For every sin. That, so when the reason they were happy is because Jesus, they have found the one who will put an end to these sacrifices. Mm. Listen. Like (laughs) you have to understand that day when Jesus when I say Jesus that day when God came to Moses and said, Tell the house of Israel, each man should go into the field and pick a lamb. He did not ask them if they were poor. Hmm. If you won't be poor, if you don't have a lamb, there is if 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 blood was not on your lintel that day, you were going to die. So God was not even looking at your condition. So you have to understand why they were happy. So my point is, if you sinned. If you sinned before Jesus came, whether you had the money or you don't have the money, because you remember, sin brings death, and death is spiritual and and physical. That means you are going to be broke. You the, the, the reproach was going to be upon you, shame was going to be upon you, all all those all of those things that come with sin was going to come upon you. If you read Deuteronomy twenty-eight, you see what I'm saying. Is that once you sin once, once that death sentence is upon you Things will begin to go wrong for you So they knew That if you sin, The only way to bring God's blessing For at least a while Is to offer a sacrifice So these guys They were used to offering sacrifice From one place to another Time after time For everything that they did Then suddenly They told them that there is one man walking the streets. Mm, mm. That, if he, that if he dies, Amen. if he's crucified Amen. upon that cross, upon that rugged tree for you, you will cease to offer sacrifice. That once you accept him as Lord and Savior and say he died for you, you will cease to offer sacrifice. Amen. Imagine how you will rejoice. Amen. <laughs> That's why they were rejoicing greatly. I mean, that day, the kind of dance that you should dance is that kind of dance that the Bible said that they danced when the prodigal son, when the prodigal son was coming back. The Bible said that the Bible, the Bible said that there was a great party, a great party that was held from a great while, and the fatted calf was killed. That's how you should rejoice every Palm Sunday. You should invite all your friends and tell them, "Come see what the Lord has done for me. Come see what the Lord has done for me." That's what Pam, that's the significance of Pam Sunday. That the Lamb worthy to take away the sins of the whole entire generation population of the world has been found. And we need no more offer, any more sacrifice for sins. That God has found the perfect one, that the just one has come. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, listen, the days that we are living in, we are living in the times of revelation. Yes, the Bible said that those that know their God, they shall do exploits upon the earth. Yes. You have to know who God is. You have to know what God has done for you. You have to know the investment that God has given you or else you will walk as men, men. The Bible said, I have said you are God's. You must understand this thing. It's a time of revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So that's why they rejoiced. They rejoiced greatly. Go with me to... Um, let me show you that scripture, so that you see it. Um, Psalm 118. Psalm 118. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 118. Broke host the it's a whole scripture about Palm Sunday and Easter. You know, I don't even know where to start right now. But you see, that's, that's day when, you know, he said, the Bible said, and um, from that scripture where we read in Matthew chapter 21, in Matthew chapter 21 where we read, he said, that after they cried you know the whole city followed him and all that you know then the bible said the next thing the bible said that he went into the temple and after they just finished telling him he went into the temple and drove those guys out then he now said and it is written for it is written my house shall be called the house of prayer but they have made it a den of thieves then look at it Verse, verse 14, he said, And the blind and the lame came unto him in the temple, and he healed them. Mm. And when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple, and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were so displeased, and, and said unto him, "Hearest thou what this say? <laughs> you know, the Pharisees, he said, let me, look at it. he said, When the chief priests and the scribes, the chief priests, was the guy who offered the, the sacrifices for the sins of the people, right? That means he was the one whom, if, I, if I'm if i thinking bad about to slap you now, he's the one who you will bring the chicken to, <laughs> who you will bring the goats to, yeah. who you will bring the pigeon to, right? Yeah. You remember, in the old Testament, the Bible even told them that if you are blind or you are lame and you want to be healed, you have sacrifices that you brought. So he was the one that these blind guys, these lame guys, all of them brought everything to. Then the scribes was the one who told them what was written in the law. The scribe was the one who explained God's law to them. For instance, I I, I thought about um killing you this morning now, right? Before I go to the priest, I'll go to the scribes and say, uh, eh, eh, as I was passing yesterday, I thought of buying a shotgun. To as I'm coming into the room, I'll just give you pum. So uh please, what, what what will I do? So the scribe will now check the law and say, so, Oh, for this your sin. You will carry one fat donkey. That yeah. fat one they wait, it should be weighing one twenty two pounds. <laughs> yeah, you should carry one pigeon that is red. Don't bring white one. If you bring you get he was the one that prescribed the law. So listen, the Bible said, when the chief priests and the scribe saw the wonderful things that he did. And the children crying in the temple, saying, was Hosanna to the devil. And said unto him, Hearest thou these things? Are you saying? Yeah. They are saying, because they understood what these guys were crying. Yeah. They understood that these guys were crying, that <laughs> the, on a job, don't finish. <laughs> you, <laughs> this, this is the one you are supposed to kill. Leave all of our chicken. Stop collecting chicken from us. See, the real one has come. So they told Jesus, are you hearing what these people are saying? Mm. Because to them he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh hallelujah! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He wasn't it? But look at it. Um, I wanted to read Psalm 118. Sorry, before I came. Psalm 118. I wanted to read some eight for you. Let's read this. I said I wanted to share one short thing. Now the time is gone. Psalm 118. So, if you read the whole of this, one is you begin to see pictures, you know, of what I'm trying to say. Now, let's read from verse 21. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and had become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused is become the head of the corner. When, when although all these guys were praising, they have said these guys, the chief, chief priests and the scribes were displeased. Because when they saw Jesus, they did not see him worthy to bring salvation. Yeah. They kicked him aside. But the Bible says he has become the corner stone. He has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Oh, I feel like dancing now. <laughs> because look at it. In Matthew 21, I have to be going back to this scripture to explain because you you might not. I really want you to get from where I'm coming from. After these things, verse we stopped at verse 16. He said and said unto him, "Hearest thou what these say?" Then Jesus said unto them, "Ye have have ye never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise." perfected praise. So what were they shouting? Psalm one one eight. Look at it. He said, "This is the Lord's doing; it is marvelous in our eyes." I of the mouth of babes and sucklings. This is the day which the Lord have made; we will rejoice and be glad in verse 25, it. Verse twenty five. He said, "Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord." Oh Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the, God is the Lord which has showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cause even unto the horns of the altar. Hallelujah. Amen. Bind it. These guys saw it. This is the picture they saw that they were shouting. When he came in. Bind him. Hallelujah. Amen. He's the lamb that was worthy to be slain. He's the one that was bound upon that altar. So when next you hear of Palm Sunday, carry your best shoe and go and dance. Give God your best offering. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. You, That's the hope that we have. Amen. He's the stone that was rejected, but has become the cornerstone. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Oh, be thou exalted, O oh God. You, be magnified. Thank you, Lord. Be, thank you Lord. thank Lord. you, Lord, for coming for us. Thank you, Lord, for coming to die upon that tree for me. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. Father, we give you praise.